This is Just a Few Questions from Chicago. I'm your host, Mark Sims, and I have Dr. Charles Cole. I, I did say doctor. The th- I, I forgot to say the third. <laughs> you the third, man? Uh, I am the third. I am. Wow. Well, uh, Charles Cole, you was recommended uh, to do the podcast by Chris Stewart, Chris Stewart, the man. And Chris Stewart says... Dr. Cole was the man, and he was born in Chicago. So before you go and talk about education, a few other things, I asked my first question. Uh, talk about your roots in Chicago, now, then and now. Yeah, man. Well, yeah, so my parents, uh, they, that's, where they, that's, that's where I was born. Uh, my mother, um, her, her mom ended up moving to Paducah, Kentucky, so I would go back and forth in between being in Chicago, well, Maywood to be more precise, uh, Chicago land on the west side, uh, in, in Kentucky. And I would do that a lot because both my parents were, uh, you know, they were victims of the crack epidemic, right? So both my parents were on that stuff. Um, and so I kind of spent a lot of time with my grandmother up until she passed away. And when she passed, when I was about nine, that's when we ended up coming to Oakland, where I grew up for the most part. But uh, I still have some roots. Most of my, the vast majority of my family lives in Chicago. They're all over, both on the west side and the south side. And, uh, and, and, you know, that's, that's probably where I'll end up settling down at some point. So that's, that, that's, that's my connection to Chicago then and now. Well, Charles Cole, you are an educator. So let me ask the education question. Uh, Dr. Yeah. Cole, how does a student who uh, has parents who are overwhelmed or just mm-hmm. indifferent? Some people have just, no, not to say anything bad people here. Some people have indifferent. Some students have indifferent parents. How does that student get the best education they possibly can under those circumstances? Well, I'm going to answer that in a really honest way, man, and I hope you don't have a problem with it. Uh, uh, I can answer that student. I can answer that question for me because I was that student. Again, both my parents were in and out of jail. They were, uh, they had an addiction that they worked on and got clean when I was in middle school. But I'll tell you exactly what I did. Uh, And I went to 11 elementary schools. Uh, and I just switched schools a lot. But at some point, I just kind of took it over myself. And in middle school, I just kind of made up my mind that I was going to college, regardless of what it took, because I was trying to look to my parents in a sense of, I'm going to just be honest, this is not like, uh, I'm not sugarcoating this. I'm not I'm not doing none of that. I'm just going to be telling you the truth. Um, I just wanted to do the opposite of everything they did. And I knew neither one of them went to college. And so I was like, I have to go to college. If I don't go to college, I'm going to die. So I played ball. I did a bunch of stuff. I was a decent ball player. Um, I debated. I won top honors in debate. Uh, and I ended up getting good grades. And it wasn't because my school was good. It's just because it's, you know, it, the, the, the standards were quite low at the high school that I went to. Uh, but I went out and I learned what it took to go to college. I learned what classes I needed. I learned how to you know, go get my own letters of recommendation. I mean, I basically took the reins and did that myself. I fought as a student. I fought for the right classes. You know, there were times where they might put you in a class that's not necessarily a college prep class that would count. Um, and I protested. I went and sat in the, in the counselor's office and I fought and I argued. So the question, the, answer, the way that I answer that question is, you know, especially if you're in high school, it's nice if you got parents that's been there and that's supportive and that know what they're doing. Uh, but if you don't, you know, at that age, you have some agency and you can kind of, you know, help steer your own career a little bit more. And uh, and I would say that you take full advantage of that. 
I want to just be very clear. Now that's not okay. No, I, that's I mean, not. We shouldn't make our kids do that. But sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Yes. But Dr. Cole, I was watching one of your videos or podcasts or something. You mentioned somebody named Mr. Brown. Mm-hmm. Now, oh, if they, yeah, if, and you tell people who Mr. Brown was, and if Mr. Brown or other Mr. Browns or Mrs. Browns didn't show up, you may not have been so well, successful. Maybe I think that I, I think it would have came from somewhere in a sense. With Brown, he caught me early. He caught me when I was like just getting into middle school. I still have my accent from Chicago and Kentucky, uh, and I was just really, really angry. So Mr. Brown was this really tall, tall dude that played ball. Um, he comes out of like, you know, he played at Mac, the same place Bill Russell played. Um, like, he, you know, he, he's he's kind of a legend, and he wanted to come back and be a teacher in Oakland, and he's still teaching. This is He's going to retire, I think, either at the end of this year or next year. He's been teaching for like 40-plus years, and he was this, this figure. And when we got into the classroom, he just gave us this speech. Like, I'm not taking no mess from nobody. Um, I know I look big. I'm not breaking up fights. That's not what I do. I'm going to let you fight if you're talking mess to each other because I'm not breaking up nothing, and I'm just going to suspend both of you. And in a school that was like a war zone, we had wars at that school. There was a Mexican-Black war every year. It was really sad. Every classroom had a fight but his. I do not recall Mr. Brown ever having a fight in his classroom. His classroom was uh, Switzerland. And one day he said, Cole, stay behind. He knew I played basketball. And he said, look, man, you don't, I know your family. I know what they're going through. I know they're trying to get better. You don't have to beat them. You get to make your own choice. But you're not going to be an asshole in my classroom. It's just not going to happen. And then he made me come to his classroom before school and stay after school. Uh, and I ended up with the highest grade in his class. That was like the first time I was like the best in a school at something. Uh, and uh, and he just was rooting for me, man. He held me accountable. I love that dude. Um, but Mr. Brown was, so, a, was a math teacher, right? He was a math teacher. And he taught math differently. He taught it as a language. He didn't teach it to us as math. He, so he made us do definitions. And he made us figure out where stuff came from. And he was talking about Kenneth and all this stuff. I mean, he was a wild dude, man, but he knew his he knew his material that well. So, if a, if a student and we're going, this is my last question to wrap up the show. If a student right now, whether grammar school, high school, and they don't have a Mister Brown, and they don't have the uh, you know intestinal fortitude, whatever the intrinsic motivation to succeed, what? How do we help that student? I mean, I listen. Mister Brown was pivotal, uh, but I still was determined. I was determined, you know even more after that, but I was determined a little bit before that too. I just had to find myself. I would say this, um, what works for me is just being very honest with me and just understanding that these things have consequences and how you do this next part actually has a big impact on your life. And I, I think it's sometimes you got to treat young people. Uh, you got to give them the respect that the situation deserves. And so for me, I would just go, I'm a, I'm, I, I care about agency, man. I don't depend on any of these systems to take care of us because they're not designed to. They're actually designed for us to be at the bottom. They're designed for us to be in squalor. So, you know, if I, me knowing that helped me out a lot. When I, all you got to do is tell me that a system was after me and I was already paranoid because I already grew up in shelters and all that stuff. And I said, I'm not going back to that. And the lie that I told myself was college was the only pathway out of that. And I believed it. And that's what I followed. And that's why I'm here talking to you now. Um, there are some residual impacts from that journey. And I wrote about it in my book. But um, 
I just have real talk conversations with high schoolers all the time. And I say, you, this is not fair, but you are old enough to like, to push yourself um, and to make sure you got the things you need. Well, I can't thank you enough for being on the show, Charles Cole. I just hope that uh, you continue to do what you do and inspire young men and women. And there's hopefully there's a bunch, a bunch of Dr. Coles out cold out there. And um, hopefully some Mr. Brown's out there too. Hey man, appreciate you anytime.